It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to a Geek First Review. I am the NDA, NDA signer, Trash Snail, and I'm joined by... I am the Juice Monkey, Kirkland Patser. I'm the influencer, Taylor Field. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't guessed by the nicknames or the title, we are reviewing You Season 3. I would actually say this is probably one of our most anticipated casts of the year, as far as like a movie <laughs> or TV show that we're interested in, because I feel like we're always like, oh, when's it coming? When the trailers happen, we get excited, we start theorizing, so it's going to be good. If you want to hear our thoughts on Season 1 and 2, we re-released those, I think, a couple weeks ago, and those surprisingly did very well, so thank you for tuning into those. So uh, I, I hope we don't disappoint you with this third one, if it's any new people listening. Taylor Field, we got lots popping off this month. We got charity streams, tons of content, polls, shirts, all this whole, no hats, but shirts, a whole bunch of stuff. Where can, They got Manscaped. Where can they find all this information? Oh, ladies and gentlemen, yes, you can find us at our home base, geekverse.ca. You can find us social media, Geekverse Cast or Twitter, and then Geekverse on Facebook. And as you said, Travis, check us out on the Facebook because the poll, the Halloween fan base oh, community yeah. was popping off. And this is very intense. Last I checked, it was a difference of like, I think, three to four votes with Freddy in the lead and Ghostface like quick Five now, up the it, rear. It's scary. 
It's scaring me. It's scaring me because Freddie, if people don't know in our Halloween poll, like we, this is the rematch. We brought a bunch of them back or Taylor did. And the first time we did this, I think he maybe got past like round one, but after that he got bopped. He didn't get far. He got bopped pretty easily for a guy that at one point was the biggest horror icon in the world. And he's like, I'm biased because he's my favorite horror villain. So I was like, man, this is super disappointing. But then years later, these new fans we have, they're feeling the Freddie vibes. If Freddie can beat Ghostface, I think he could go all the way. Michael's tough because it's his season right now but and he's man, got a movie yeah I mean, but he also got some movie that some people really don't like mm-hmm. <laughs> so it might it might help so i don't know I, I, even if he's made it to the semifinals i'm very happy but man if we get freddie in the hall of fame i'm gonna be jumping i'm gonna be back flipping that'd be good yeah i noticed kirkland hasn't been voting at all kirkland are you gonna vote this round i'm no. very bad at going on facebook <laughs> so i apologize i think the last one um it was freddie's mom and some or sorry jason's, jason's mom, mom yeah <laughs> and uh, I was looking at it, and I'm like, I want to see how close this gets before I vote. And I completely forgot to vote. So I have just been not doing my civil service. That's voting on better than Jessica. Jessica voted after the poll round closed. So <laughs> yeah, little emo voting for Jack Skeleton. You uh, know what I'm saying? Fuck those emos. You know, like who who even does like who even likes Jack Skeleton nowadays? You know, like it's such an overused. I drove by your house too. I saw your your Jack Skeleton <laughs> in the wind. Oh, he's like the number one fanboy. I have Oogie Boogie <laughs> shirt too, and we just bought the kid tattoos and everything like that i just bought a really cool um it's a pumpkin ornament with sam from trick-or-treat sitting on it and the pumpkin the light goes on that's inside cool. yeah Ooh. we almost bought a never another sam like hanging from the roof thing but it was 80 bucks and we already have jack and we're like eh, let's see after the day after halloween what's on sale because like i love my sam but 80 bucks it's like <laughs> i don't know about that but most importantly, what we got popping off, that's why you follow Facebook, because November 6th, you can see it down below in the header, November 6th, 9 a.m. PST is the start of our 24-hour Extra Life charity stream. It's our fifth year doing it. We are trying to raise two hundred, or sorry, $2,500. I never do. I like when it's just the round numbers, you know? Really, I should say we're just trying to raise 1000 because if we hit the two. <laughs> if we hit the two thousand five, the twenty five hundred mark, I'm gonna say that. I just don't like saying twenty five hundred, but it's easier to say. If we hit that mark, that's our goal because every year we move up by five hundred. So if we hit that, Taylor will shave his head. Now last year we went, I think seven hundred dollars past our goal. Like we we last this year's goal was supposed to be two thousand, and we hit that last year. So it was crazy. So. We need to stretch that a little bit. We don't got to get to 700, but if we get to the 500 mark, if we get to $3,000, Jessica will shave her head live, bald, on air. And we have to, because listen to this, folks. People like her mother, her grandmother said they're not donating this year because they don't want to shave her head. <laughs> that means we got to donate fucking extra. You know, every year I donate 100, maybe it's going to be a little bit more. We already have almost $200 in donations. So a big thank you. As always, when the stream starts, we'll thank everyone that donated. Um, uh, before the stream started at the event but just a big thank you already to people that donated it's always good to go in there even with like a little bit you know just like it gets the juices going a little bit so tons of stuff sports title match with me and Kirkland next week not tomorrow's newscast because I mean me and Kirkland but next week is going to be the contract signing Taylor's going to officiate and ask some questions to us because it's a it's a big deal you know Kirkland I think if he defends us and keeps us he'll be going on keeping this belt for maybe three years but then talking about threes if I win it I'll be the man of threes with three titles. And oh man, think about all the posters we could make, Taylor, with me with three titles. I'd be, be on that poster too, because I own one of those titles. <laughs> <right here. laughs> that's true. You sometimes forget that, but that would be true. But oh man, so Kirkland, I want 
those posters. But we got we're gonna be playing the new Mario Party. I walked in the Walmart today. It was so cool. I saw the Mario Party Superstars. I didn't even know it's five classic boards. So that's great. It's even more than like Ooh. the OG games had four. So we're gonna be playing that. That's gonna be myself, Taylor, Kirkland, and Saris and a fatal four way. So that's gonna be good. Taylor and Kirkland gonna be playing Vanguard for the first time ever in a best of Hell five. Yes. And then a trivia battle. Clay just announced Tony Anthony from whatever you want to call him. You know what you're gonna be calling him November six? A loser because he joined Clay's team. And you know what? We had some talks about not and he decided to go on Clay's team. And you know what? That's fine. I got some good announcements. You're gonna want to stay tuned to the Twitter on Geek First every day, 12 p.m. PST. So I might be bringing in some guests or some players from a galaxy far, far away. So uh, I'm excited to kick Tony's butt. I'm excited to kick Kirkland's butt in this trivia battle. It's gonna be a glorious thing. Marvel, Star Wars <laughs> trivia, uh, DC. Taylor's disappeared uh, in the ether. Um, Head over to Patreon, ad-free exclusive early episodes. The more you support us, the more content you get. So please do that. We very much appreciate it. Shout out to your friend Tyler, who just joined Patreon. I'm sorry, Tyler. Hell yes. We don't have a hat, but we're working <laughs> We're working on it. We're going to find you a hat. But uh, yes, and then we had fandom. Go check out those casts. It was good. Me and Taylor just reviewed Halloween. There'll be a newscast this week. We're going to be reviewing Dune soon. Just tons of stuff popping off right now. So... I think that's everything. Extra life. Oh, and then also, it's not going to be a full bad ad break, but you know who I think would really appreciate Manscaped? Joe. Because, you know, he's always looking to cut corners, and cutting your corner is the most important corner to cut. <laughs> uh, th- th- that's an unprepared ad read, ladies and gentlemen. But the, you can get them. We talk about it all the time. Me and Taylor just talk about Halloween on Phantom. We'll be talking about it next week as well. Uh, next week, you'll get to hear Kirkland's thoughts on the Manscaped so far. So don't spoil it, Kirkland. Don't say anything. But uh, no, go over spoil. yeah, go over there. 20% off. Free shipping worldwide, not just American. Worldwide. You can get that all the way November 15th. So please, one, it makes a great Christmas gift. Two, it's good for yourself. And three, it helps us out as well so big thank you to anyone that's done that and uh yeah you're gonna want to do that because uh, as me and taylor shared we're both uh enjoying our experiences quite a lot so i want to know taylor field did you enjoy your you season three experience quite a lot i got two more things i want to shout out we're, we're getting right into the you i put my finger up but then it like we're jumping into the manscape so you know what i say you should do from now when you have stuff to promote do it when you do the facebook twitter and then just go because look, look i had a there. i had a perfect transition and you cut me off from the knees you love I, I don't have to promote it. i can do it next next cast <laughs> no, <laughs> no, do now yeah go ahead it's too late uh I get like official release date kind of up in the air, but not official like release date, but like, because uh, I know newscasts are Wednesdays and I'm still trying to figure out like the right time to like slide in that Chucky review, which comes out every week for every new episode that drops. When is it? When does it drop? It drops tonight, but uh, on Tuesdays, but I, I just feel like, you know, I'll just kind of let it like seep in for everyone to watch. And then I try to review it or put it out the next day for wednesday but i know wednesday is a newscast so it's just a matter of like trying to like balance it out well if you think about this like obviously the days when you record newscasts might be tricky we record news on the wednesday but it releases on the thursday so you could release chucky on the wednesday boom there you go folks you heard it here first wednesdays is chucky night (laughs) and that's why check out all our feeds because you can get like right now like you have the main feed that has everything but the review feed has all our reviews news feed etc so that's why if you want to if you missed taylor's last episode of chucky because we upload one million podcasts per day apparently just go to the review feed and you'll be able to find it just like that it's just reviews so go there and the podcast network check that out of course Mm -hmm. um and also last thing on the extra life 
we did this last year, but if you are donating, you automatically qualify to a chance to win one of our Extra Life shirts. Yes, and oh, if you yeah. buy our Extra Life shirt as well, it's right when you go to the Public. When you buy that, all the proceeds go towards the stream. But yeah, you will will enter a draw. Hansy, if you enter this year, I, I, you know what? It doesn't matter if she donates. I guess she can win it again. I, if she I, wins, I, she has to trade in her shirt for like a higher tier prize. <laughs> it's I all just like chewed up and shredded. And yeah, like, where where does she? Where was she? <laughs> I just laughed last year when, like, legitimately we randomized it. It's like, oh, the most long-term fan we've ever had happens to win. You know, people are like, these fucking biased people. But, uh, Kate, now Taylor, pick up the baton. And plus, she needs it. She's stealing all her other clothes. So, actually, she probably rigged the system or something. Taylor Field, uh, pick up where you were going to leave off there with you season three. Obviously, you're a fan of it. You've been watching. I think you're on Oh, you were on the first review. You were on the second one. But still, you're here on season three. How do you feel about this one? So uh, the ending of that last season had me super, super intrigued going in because they set up so many things like, okay, and again, spoiler free, we just knew going in, Joe's going to kind of have like a relapse, you could say. Okay, and great thoughts. Was... Kirkland, what do you think about this season? No, <laughs> it would be curious to see where he was going to build off of that <laughs> and what was going to become of that. And this show did that. And it took so many right turns, left turns, and it had so many moments where I was lapping my head off. And I can't wait to talk about some of those specific moments, but it in general just uh, was cool to be in his head on a whole nother level and to have so many new factors at play. You know, yeah, there's a kid involved and you have the relationship dynamic. You have Joe relapsing to his old ways and you have this new... uh, suburban you know supposed to be like a little pocket of heaven lifestyle (laughs) and it's just (laughs) it's very very interesting how it unfolds so where would you rank because this is like i feel like and as always we're doing non-spoilers we'll take a break and then we'll do the spoilers where do you have a ranking right now as for the seasons you've enjoyed the most like where would this rank out of the three I'd put this as number one. Oh, big, 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 big bridges. All right, Kirkland Patzer. I'm going to open up with big this question season. right away. <laughs> would you also put it number one? I would also put it number one. Oh. Can I ask you right away what you would put it? <laughs> I would put it number one. <laughs> oh, look at that. <laughs> and that's our review. Tune in next yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Tune in for you season four next year. <laughs> Yeah, I can't remember. Was I on you season one review? Uh, no, not season one. Season one was me, yeah. Briggs, Dylan, and Jessica because yeah, I think okay. Dylan accidentally watched it, and Jessica just watches everything on Netflix. And then me and Kirkland did our own you season one review. <laughs> yeah, you can find <laughs> yeah, it on the fifty dollar tier on Patreon. And then <laughs> yeah, Briggs I think just tagged along because he was bored. So fair enough. <laughs> and now we can't even find Briggs. No, so no, he, he got he got they, whatever Joe does to people, that's what someone did to Briggs 100%. <laughs> yeah, I mean right away I'd put this as my favorite season so far. Um to make like a definitive list, I'd probably have to rewatch all the seasons cuz I've only seen each season one once mm-hmm. so far. Um but yeah, like yeah, so a spoiler free section. I <laughs> I I really really love this episode from the first or this episode this season from the first episode I think it just did such a good job at like not even trying to beat around the bush like we just plunge right into the deep end and it's just like okay this is the show <laughs> this is where yeah. we're going with this season and it's like I am so in like I was so I was all in from that first episode and I thought it was such a good lead into this season and throughout the season I thought it was just really really strong each episode there was maybe a couple moments here and there that 
kind of lulled a bit, but all in all, I think the big moments <laughs> like lifted it for me. Taylor mentioned the comedy. I didn't remember the show having so much comedy. I think maybe like the comedy elements are like because he deals with such like such crazy characters that like maybe those people are what make it so funny but like also just the thoughts that he has in his head sometimes mm -hmm. and the quick wittiness even if he doesn't say it it's just like his inner dialogue like that's pretty funny but yeah the characters that they introduced in the season i i love them they're like some of my favorite side characters um in like recent memory in tv shows so i i, I really really liked pretty much everyone that was introduced even people that like you're supposed to hate them i love them for that purpose like the actors and actresses did such a good job of portraying those characters um and yeah all in all i i think if you've seen you season one you season two definitely don't stop now keep watching um the show's just so entertaining and they're doing such a good job with it and Penn badgley is just phenomenal um and yeah i think that's all i'll really say spoiler free yeah, so I, as I already spoiled, this is my favorite season. So I'm somebody that has, I actually rewatched the show before this came out. And I've done that a couple times. Obviously, the last one was just one season, so it was easy to do. I've always said, like, the reason I like it, and it's just so funny that we are two weeks away from Dexter coming back. But for me, this was like the Dexter feeling of, like, I was missing that hole. And it gives you that kind of, okay, you have this psychopath, you know, Dexter was an anti-hero, but you're trying to root for Joe, but you know he's a terrible person. So, But it fills that void of like you're inside his head, you're getting all these thoughts. So I've always said, okay, has the Dexter thing. And I think they've always done a good job of like themes and also just keeping you on your toes because like i remember with you season two it starts right away when you meet love and it's just like oh we're gonna do this exact same thing again we did with beck and that's gonna be every season it's like oh and that could be still fun because like the show's well written and well acted and stuff like that but you're like oh we're just gonna do the same thing and then it shifts and it keeps shifting it obviously does a big shift with love and that's a big twist if you're listening to this, to this review i'm sure you already know there's a big you know twist that she is a psychopath crazy person like him right so that was really cool and same thing with this season first episode it gets you on this path to think okay like th there'll be some different stuff we don't know is going to happen but i pretty much know how this is going to go down and then right away it's like nope that's not what i was going to do and then we're <laughs> off to a ride and it's just fantastic i think it's so good at tackling like the first season was just about like every season has like the serial, serial killer like messed up dude aspect right and, like a horror thriller vibe so you got that but then they also like tackle real world stuff where the first season was about finding love and just dating and stuff like that season two was like you've just had a big breakup now he murdered back so it's a lot different but like you had a big breakup and you're on the rebound now this now you guys i know you guys got significant others but i don't know how much you can relate to this show but this season man especially just having a kid right now it is one of the most <laughs> relatable things because like when you have a kid your entire life changes but also your dynamic with your partner changes and i think they really nail like again not even talking about like the horror like like otherworldly stuff just like i think they nailed the dynamic of living together married life a kid how everything changes your time changes your life changes how do you manage that how do you manage stuff with your partner and especially because this is your first kid for them it's just like you see it all just like especially these two are very high strung and very out there it's a let's say an intense situation but i think they nail that so well because you're not always happy with one another you're not always in this great mood that you know you see in like the movies and i think they've always done a good job whether it's dating or like relationship psychology or dynamic they've always done a good job of like social media like they just the writers just nail that stuff and 
So you got the themes, you got the kind of twist material. All the cast is get great. Penn Badgley is great. I never know how to say her name. It's like Victoria Pedrati or Pedridi. I don't know, but like she is that love. Yeah, love whoever yeah. like between Haunting of Hill House, Bly Manor, and this, she is easily easily one of the best actresses right now. She's just so good, especially all those are on Netflix. But those are all three very different roles, and I love Penn, but I feel like she's just kind of like a little bit of a tier above him. But yeah, I feel like this season delivered on everything it promised. We were expecting some crazy stuff and it happens, but it all works for the most part. And it just keeps you on your toes. It's entertaining. It's really fun. It's really clever. It is to the point though. And we'll talk about some spoilers where I, uh, cause me and Taylor talked about this. Like how many seasons can they go? I feel like the difficult thing is they announced season four even before this came out. So they they mm-hmm. know people are liking this. Like Squid Game was number one for weeks, and finally the first thing to knock it down was you. They know that people are in the show. I do w- worry it's going to go the Dexter route because I am starting to get to that point of like, I don't know how much more we can do here though now. You know, like it's great, but like when this season ended and we'll talk about in spoilers, I was like, I would really like if they said that next season was the last because I feel like they cover so much stuff where you risk getting a little repetitive. And I hope it's not the case, but it's it is a worry of mine because it, yeah. it this feels like the Trinity season of season four of Dexter. Like, oh, you got like I don't know if the show can get this, this like to this height again. I'll explain more in spoilers, but it's uh, it is a worry of mine. <laughs> yeah, that's a like it's definitely an observation I had as well. Um, but I think there is there was fresh enough stuff in this season that made it very different. Like I didn't really get like repetitive vibes, mm-hmm. even though I was expecting to get repetitive vibes because like the whole idea of Joe is he just gets obsessed with like someone else. And then it's just like the same thing, whether he's dialoguing to himself, but I, I that's just wait for, for spoilers. Yeah, Cause sure. I'll, I'll talk about the end. So, but yeah, no, I recommend it. If you haven't watched it, I don't know why you'd be listening to this review, but yeah, it's uh it's just a it's a great show i look forward to it every time yeah. it's on and uh, i will be very interested in the next year but yeah i'll wait until we end spoilers. so anything else non-spoilers you want to say before we get here all let's right get to it yeah let's hop to it so we're gonna take our first ad break and then after that we'll be right back with a spoilers review of season three of you hello it is ryan and i was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com i looked over the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we're back. Okay, so do are we doing that? Are we starting at the end and working our way? Because you had a point, Kirkland, you wanted to make. But then, you Well, know. yeah, I guess since it's pretty close to what you were just talking um, about, like, with this show ending, and it's funny... <laughs> how you're mentioning the show kind of feels like Dexter, just in the sense that he's like some psychopath, but also <laughs> the way that the season ends and he like gets rid of his baby, very similar to how Dexter ends. Yes. Um, he, it literally is the ending of Dexter. <laughs> this, this series, you know? he's just like a lumberjack in yeah. Canada. Then he's <laughs> yeah. in Paris. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah. So I, I think because of how it ended, it, it, it honestly could be like season one of you again. It, it could be like he, him just living on his own. <laughs> you know, he's in Paris now instead of New York, but like he could easily just be working at a bookshop. So I definitely think that I'll get vibes of that, that same same. But also I feel like, yeah, he's he's still obsessed with Marianne at the end of this one. But like because that's like his goal at the end of the season, I feel like the whole dynamic of next season is going to be different because he's going to be just tracking her down, even though she's like knows, I don't know, maybe she's in disbelief about what happened. I don't, I didn't really get that from when love was just like telling Marianne everything that he did and like murdered him. But like also Marianne didn't get like definitive proof of that. And Mm -hmm. she did say that she was in love with Joe. So maybe she has like those rose tinted glasses and lets it pass by. But I I think there's going to be some interesting stuff, not only because who Marianne is, but also because Marianne is a kid. Um, I think, I think Joe's kid is going to come back (laughs) at some point in time. Maybe not the whole, uh, uh, geez, what's his name? What's, what's Dexter's son's name? Harrison. Yeah, Harrison, like maybe not come back when he's like 14 or something, but still like Joe, I don't know. Well, I don't know. I, I think for me, that's why like I, I had to stop because when we were done spoilers, but like the reason why I said it's Trinity, because to me, love is Trinity. I don't think you can top this dynamic. And I think that's why because uh, me and Taylor yeah. were talking about when that trailer came out. And I think, Taylor, you said they should go four seasons and end it. I said five. The reason I said five is because I I've been saying this, you can go back to the season two review. I've been saying this since then, like love's going to die. Like there's no, cause there's just no way they're both going to be on the show together longer than a season. It's too, it's the unstoppable force being the immovable object. Like something was bound to give. But the thing is like, so you have her and she is just fantastic. Right. But I said to Taylor, oh, I think what will happen, you'll get two seasons because you'll get, you know, the fallout of what happens when love dies and then the last season to wrap it up. They did the fallout of that, like, in the last 10 minutes of this episode mm-hmm. of the finale of him writing the note and he covers all his tracks. So I guess because this is the same thing I said to Emily where the Marianne thing is interesting and there is some dynamics to play, but I think they've always had this good hook of like, okay, you had the Beck stuff and then Candace shows up. Plus it was still just like, okay, Joe's moved from New York to LA. That's fun. And then this in season two, it ended with, okay, now he's with love this woman who's just as dangerous as him and she's pregnant. What happens now for me, a season four, when, if they say, Oh, it's the last one to me, that's a big hook for me. The hook of Marianne is not that yet. Like it doesn't have me, 
going, oh, I can't wait to see season four, other than, like, I really like the cast and crew and everything like that. But, like, the Marion stuff will have things you can do, but I do worry you could start getting, that's when you could start getting repetitive, is doing the, like you said, he is hunting and it's different, but still, he usually still kind of hunts everybody, right? He's always creeping around. He's always looking at social media. And that hat. Yeah. I think this was, I guess that's why I worried for the show, because this was the first season where I went, oh, like, I'll, I'll be excited when we get there, but I'm not like, man, I can't wait to see it. Like, if this show would have ended and it would have just said, like, Fini, like, because he's in France, and, like, it would have been the last season, I would be like, you know what? That was perfect. That was a great way to go. Maybe you could do it later on, but... I don't know. Taylor, where are you on? Because you were someone that says they should end on a season four. Now you've seen season three. Do you still have that feeling? Because like I said, we've seen what happens when these characters. My worry is like with Dexter, it just got too big and it got too like unrealistic. And that's my worry with this. And like I said, with love, I feel like she's like Trinity where can you ever like kind of get a kind of antagonist that's as good as her? I don't think you can. I think at this point, it 100% should end after this this fourth season i really really do and i say that based on the fact that okay he he's changed immensely as a character mm. his development has grown exponentially so now at this point in his life i don't think you need to find a replacement for love the way i would love to see this end and not in a way that kind of like gets us vindication for joe i mean many people probably think like oh i want to see him get caught everything like that because that's everyone's 100%. dream to see like a serial killer i would honestly find it to be a a very interesting not not point where he's confessed to his partner whoever he connects with and the next time around that he's a killer and all that stuff like he did with love but kind of finally get a hold on it because i felt like this season was him actually getting a hold on that and again we see him relapse but throughout this he develops and we see him taking steps to grow again for his kid henry and for for love but love is what really brought him out of this development developmental stage he was trying to no. go through oh 100 percent, no. i would say so They're... yeah because he was no. i between the two and we'll get more in depth with them in this review i i stand with joe over oh her. my god i do because of what she did and the things that she was putting on his plate like well they're equal they're equal no they're equally bad absolutely (laughs) oh i'm not saying one is better than the other but i think she's worse well and like there's parts where love felt a lot more chaotic than joe like joe Mm. yeah he's fucked up and like gets obsessed with people but like love was just like oh someone's in my way i'm just gonna kill them and then we're just gonna deal with it and like you even see how like easy it got for her to just plan out like what was going on like even at the start of like the final episode when she comes home and she's like oh rough day i'm like oh right she just fucking like murdered theo like like that happened like 20 (laughs) minutes ago like she she's such a cold killer um and maybe she was always that way because it seems like she killed james like her, her first husband and she she's no i don't know rookie when it comes to murder but I, I feel like throughout the the season, it definitely, it definitely just shows how like cold and like merciless like she actually is as a person. And like I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, did she become that way because of the season and like dealing with Joe? 
I feel well, like it was just underlining personality. I th- well, I think because they did that great episode where, and because I, I was always saying like, when are they going to do this episode? And they kind of cheated, but they still did. I was like, when are they going to do the love episode where she's the narrator? You know, because I feel like that oh, was yeah. prime. <laughs> and we did get that with her texting forty, his dead phone, and everything like that. And I think that was a great episode. I love that they brought the actor back as forty. It was like a really good, like uncomfortable scene. He's in the bath yeah. and they're talking, but like they set up because that's the question I was going oppose you i wonder if 40 was still alive if joe would have worked out because what caught me off guard was they do the seasons in two chapters the first chapter is like right after they move there and it's like they're still fighting they're not really getting along and then when they have their therapy session it's like episode i think end of four or five where they jump six months and the dynamics completely changed where yeah, they they were Joe and her are happy, but she is like thriving. She has friends, her bakery's getting off. Like she's like and they do a good job of like the first few episodes, she's very like dressing frumpy, her hair's always messy, she looks very tired. This one she's wearing like great clothes, her hair is different. So they do this good job, like she has it all together. That's where I argue against Joe when Taylor said, Oh, you put on love. Because the thing is about with love, he had no idea she was cheating or anything like that, and he just fell right out of love with her again, you know, and he just started falling from Mary and all this stuff and things like that but I I wonder they really emphasize because when she started to flirt with Theo and stuff I was like that was the most surprising thing this season to me because I did not think love would ever fall out of love with Joe in a sense, right? But they 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 set it up the same way how Joe loved the version of love that was the fake love in season two. She didn't necessarily love Joe. She just, like her mom said, wanted someone to fix. So yeah. the fact that when he was like completely fine, she needed someone else to fix. So that's where I wonder if they were together but 40 was alive – she'd always have that person to fix in 40 and then Joe would be your husband. So I I think it is Joe, but I do actually think it is 40 dying that led her down this path. Like she was very codependent and they set up that 40 was, but she was just as codependent. Like she needed him. So I think it was a combo of Joe and 40 being gone. Yeah. And that was a good emphasis that they, they, they like, they put light on was, uh, yeah, I think when her mom was like just explaining how dependent that she is on like mm. trying to fix people and like it totally made sense when you have Theo who like his I don't even know what his relationship was. Like that wasn't his, his blood father, right? It was Didn't a he, stepdad. Yes, it was a stepdad. Oh, it was a no, stepdad. It was a stepdad, yeah. Oh. No, yeah. that's how much he disliked his own mom. <laughs> yeah, so his stepdad and then like his stepdad's girlfriend, like Natalie. Yeah. Was that that relationship? Yeah. So no blood tie there, but like still, Natalie died. <laughs> his dad is just like becoming an alcoholic, like Schmeagle type character, just obsessed <laughs> with like scanning the entire town. So like obviously he's going through trauma. So then love is just drawn to that character. And yeah, you you mentioned the forty episode. I love that one, especially when. Like she was texting him. I'm like, okay, there's gonna be a point when someone reads these or yep. someone replies. And then when it when it actually was like 40, but obviously like she was just she super was wasted drunk, that yeah. she was seeing stuff. But still, that that episode was. I think it was really important for the character and mm-hmm. like just sh- sh- again like showing how how much she needed 40, even though he was such a toxic individual and like not really benefiting her life, but like giving some giving someone to take care of. Um, and yeah and like the, the whole dynamic with the baby and like they're just calling him 40 at the, at the beginning <laughs> yeah. it kind of it kind of blended its way out of there but yeah when when the mom was just constantly calling him 40 i'm like fuck imagine being joe 
situation. Oh, yeah. It's 40 reincarnated, the mom said. And you have to raise him and love him. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and that's what they did, like, a really good, like, right off the bat, he's, like, pissed it's not a girl because he's just worried this kid's going to end up like him. So the fact that it's – because it's so funny because I rewatched season two and he's talking about his daughter and his daughter. And then I knew it was a boy, so I'm like – what happened? Like, did they just forget they made it a girl? And I love that was a plot point of he really wanted a girl because he was just so scared this kid would end up like him. So when he, when Henry was Henry, he almost like resented the kid for it because like, it's not yeah. the kid he wanted. He even talked about, he said like nicely to love, but I, I got to circle back. Cause Taylor, I can't believe you think that Joe should end up like happily ever after. And just, like, I don't want to say happy, but I want it. I want it to end on a cliffhanger, not on this even like an open cliffhanger for another season, but I want it to end. You want the like lumberjack how season ending. two? Yeah, no, I don't want that. <laughs> I want it to end how season two ended, in the sense where he doesn't have to have like a kid, a family, a house in the suburbs or anything like that. But I want it to be where he's found whoever, and he's he's grown through all this development, and he's reached this point in his his experiences i guess and he's with this person and i just wanted to cut out where it just shows like he's showing interest in another person i don't want it to see him get caught i don't need to see that resolution because i feel like it could be done great or it could be done wrong i feel like there's that 50 50 and i i have faith in the writers to execute a great ending but i still worry that there's not there's there's no 100 certainty that they can execute it flawlessly and i feel like when you do an ending like that there's that chance like you can give us a great ending of him like up to interpretation for the viewer. Did he get caught? Is he gonna like go and find someone else? Is he just gonna live out with this person? I think that that's is great. The Dexter ending though, but that's the Dexter ending where everyone felt really unsatisfied because like I feel Joe is a character that okay, sure he like grew. At the end of the day, the newscaster guy, he's an asshole. He still just murdered him in cold blood just so he could be with Marianne, like just on the street like a mugger, everything like that. He didn't murder him to be with her though. He murdered yes, him he so did. that he could have the yes, daughter. He did. No, <laughs> yes, no, he did that so Marianne wouldn't leave. That's his main reason, and that's the thing because that's where he needs to be caught and executed or life in prison. Because the problem with Joe, in a good way, the writing, he still thinks he's a good person, but he's not like he always has these excuses why something happened he still thinks he's good he's a little literal fucking psychopath he's a sociopath and it's like he needs to be shown everything he's done that's why i need a moment whether it's in jail or the court where they just have everything and it's like look at all the people like beck candace all these innocent people i'm not saying he's like a good guy though but i'm just saying i want like a more open ending well i won't i won't deny that on the terms of like comparing him to love though, I feel like where he, it's, it's, it's a tough line to walk across on how to detail this because I feel like love is just remorse, remorselessly, remorse, remorselessly. I don't know how to say that word. She laughs remorse. (laughs) Uh, She's, she's just unconsciously, going ahead and killing these individuals yeah. and not and even killing them. She's just, you know, leaving them alive. <laughs> that was Joe. Joe wanted that. Remember he said, don't kill him, lock him up. That was his plan. And that was her growing. I'm, re- well, showed- I'm referring to Theo though. <laughs> well, that was, that was death con five. You had the two guys downstairs. You have Theo who's found the key. Who's clearly is not going to leave. He's not going to run away. So she had to, it, it, Joe has done the same thing before where it's like, okay, I, I got to take it. Now he does lock them up, but like, at the end of the day, they always just end up dead. Like, Joe always locks these people up. Other than uh, Will Benheim in season two, he always locks these people up. And he thinks it's, like, it's going to play out. But no, then you have, like, Benji from, like, season one who was with Beck. Like, 
at the end of the day, he still just realizes, oh, I got to kill him. I think the only thing that makes Joe seem like he's in a better light is love does it first. And she even says that the only, not the only reason, but she says the main reason she was killing people is because she felt he was really trying to change and he couldn't bring himself to do it. So she did it for the both of them. So I guarantee you, most of those people, even if love wasn't around, there was these problems, Joe would still end up killing them. But because love does it first, he goes, oh, love, you're such a bad person. I don't like, know. I feel like he's more calculated. Because like, just take is the first no. kill on Natalie. Like, come on. Like, he's definitely more calculated. And Wolfsbane, yeah. Wolfsbane. Oh my, no, he's that. not. That's, Wolfsbane, he's... that's all the evidence and more calculated. He's not. This is a man who pissed in a jar and Peach's home and left it somewhere. He's not calculated at all. Joe is dumb luck. Like, that's what happens. The same thing with the... No, him popping adrenaline to counteract grabbing, like, the Wolfsbane stuff, that's 100% not dumb luck. Oh, I'm not saying... No, I'm not saying he's not a smart guy, but I'm saying he has his... Like, he has his impulses, too, where he'll just attack somebody or stuff like that. To, To counter, then, him being, like, trying to change and develop. So him stopping himself from pursuing Natalie in her own bedroom and him going back and like confessing and everything like that. And then kind of resolving that love still got the the best of herself. And she went ahead and killed her out of like pure raw emotion. But Joe, Joe backed off. He did lie. He did lie. He lied. Did he even confess? What? No, he he said confess. He told her that he kissed her. No, 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 he didn't. He no, said she... they had a drink of wine and that was it. They didn't mention yeah. And uh, no, I think because what was it? Didn't he just say, right? Because she said, I met the neighbor. Yeah, or he, something like yeah that. he says he met the neighbor and she went over and I think he just said he talked to her. But then when she goes, oh, yeah. hey, uh, I've never met your husband before. And she thinks that's kind of odd. And then he says, it's nothing. Nothing's going on. She says, I know how you are. And he's like, it's not that type of relationship. And then she finds the fucking box, the box where he's just obsessed with tampons. He always needs a fu- like, oh, I'm never going to defend tampon guy. You know, like I, I, he got he has to get caught. And like, I that's sure what that was. And Shay's like tampon. I'm like, oh, Joe, I can't like you, man. That's and, he's, fucked up. and he's had one with Beck. He's had one with love. Like he's I'm sure he yeah. had one with Candace. So that's the thing to He still lied because he said there. I'm having deja vu right now. It's very strange. But like he lied. <laughs> And Deja vu of what? <laughs> this conversation that we're having, legit, it's, it's a Matrix moment. But like, and literally, what Kirkland just said, I deja vu. It's all it's so weird right now. But he lied about the box, so she found the stalker like creepy box. So he did lie. He did not confess. He gave yeah. he gave twenty five percent of the truth. Where I remember him confessing to the kiss, but I thought that uh, okay. At what point that's did why they she kills her the... because she finds the box and that's when she's like, oh, he's he is obsessed with her. Like he loves yeah. her. Yeah. I thought they had resolved that after the fact. Oh, well, they did once Natalie was dead. <laughs> yeah. See, okay. Then they just seemed to resolve that before. It could have been a whole different concept or whatnot, but yeah. But sure. the whole thing with like Joe like leaving Natalie in that moment, like he he like that wouldn't have been the end of his relationship with Natalie. Because no. like he literally made the the comment, or maybe it was Natalie that's like, Don't you wish you could like bottle this feeling? And like that's literally what he was doing. He was like edging to the point that he's about to bone Natalie, yes. runs home. He's masturbating he in a parking lot. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> public parking lot oh yeah oh yeah that's pretty fucked well and, and the other thing though is too that like they i think they do it like i'm not defending love because i, I i'm more uh going against joe because taylor's giving him this happy ending it's like no way for me that moment when they're talking about where they're gonna put natalie's body and he's like oh i got the perfect fa- place and love figures it out and he gives some spiel about like oh yeah i just have to look at places just in case you snap and that's the good thing about the show it could be that but i believe a love 100 percent that he was already looking at places so if he had to kill 
love he could dump her just like that because she's like how did you already have a place for natalie and we just like an hour ago talked about we need to find something like how do you yeah. know it's like i do think he had like plans to eventually get rid of her because like he's done that before where he'll just like go th- like he legitimately was already to, like if you watch the recap of season two he was gonna kill love before she said she was pregnant you know so it's like he was already like set to get rid calculated. of calculated <laughs> when she even makes that comment like you had like a spike to my neck before yes then like if i didn't have this baby <laughs> like i would literally just be dead somewhere right now and that's a fucked up dynamic <laughs> oh yeah uh let's take our second ad break and talk about some more fucked up dynamics after this all right, we're back. Where where do we want to go? Oh, anyways, what I because Kirkland hasn't really said, so I want to lay out my points and then I'll ask him. So why I think he will get caught, and whether that's next season, or the year after, is every season they leave some people alive, and that's why I think you'll get a season or a lot of episodes of an actual court because in season one you have the John Stamos who Beck was sleeping with, if you remember that, and then there's a private detective that they hired as well to look after Joe. And the thing is, like when the book of Beck comes out, he he throws in the garbage like that's bullshit he doesn't believe it. so there's two people there season two you have ellie like that which is so funny i didn't even think about that but like you have her and then delilah you guys might not remember her but she was ellie's sister and she was having like you're sleeping with that cop who also was suspicious of joe and then in mm-hmm. this season you have theo and her dad uh, yeah theo and his dad and then the influencers Every season to me, they're specifically leaving multiple people alive to be the eyewitness, to be the like, that's where I think you're going to have that moment where Joe will completely go into the trial thinking, oh, I can get past this. People understand me. And then I think at the end, once he hears everybody talk and sees it all together, I think he will finally realize because he always has these realizations about other people being bad, like love. But he and he does think he's he makes mistakes. But to him, it's just like they're just mistakes and he can get better. But he doesn't realize like he's killed probably dozens of innocent people now like tons of people and it doesn't matter if love did it so like he helped so the fact that i feel like if you could have all these characters really lay it out to him and then she'll like look at everything you've done and him finally realize like oh no like i'm the bad like i'm the villain yeah, i don't of the think story. he will though i think that's just a narcissistic trait of being like a sociopath well like and that. then that's what i want to see i want to see him go through all that and if he still can somehow yeah. spin it but like i don't know so where are you kirkland on as far as like where should joe end up now because now he's on the run he's nick now he's in france and he's looking for marion nick is his new name yeah yeah so i i was like partly agreeing with you that i felt like this could have been like a good finish to mm. his story but also not really because he's still just like hunting people down. Like I, I feel like again, call the Dexter out what what you will. Like maybe the viewers like think he dies or something, and then you just see him like working at a bookstore or something. And like not even necessarily you have to have like someone come in. It's like and then I saw you because like that's such an easy way to just start the next season. Like yeah. just not even have that. Just just have him like working on his books or something, and then it rolls to credits but again that kind of gives them a happy ending um you brought up a great point though chavis with like all these people that they are keeping alive and you know like supposedly he's dead now like he literally mm-hmm. faked his death he has his dna evidence at this at the crime scene um but a part of me is still like okay well there's still ellie that's her name right yeah like ellie's out there like she, she was kind of not really in contact with joe but she knew that he was out there somewhere the cop wasn't even mentioned in this entire season um i completely forgot about him honestly Mm -hmm. until you mentioned him and yeah just 
like you said, there, there's people in each season that could form a, a Guardians of the Multiverse type team to take down Joe, you know? And there's one, and it has to come back, or Dylan's going to say that it, I was wrong the whole time, but he hated this plot point in season one. But that piss in Peach's Sounder's house, it has to come back and bite him in the ass. I'm telling you, they did that. I told Dylan, I'm like, be what? The nail in the coffin. I'm, What's this? That's what I, I literally <laughs> think it will be. That it'll be like, you can't place him at this one spot. And they'll be like, they'll look at it and they'll find this piss and it'll be over for him. I said to Dylan, I'm like, watch, it's going to come back. And that's going to be part of how he gets caught. And, and also, though, like he mentioned season two he brings it up again in season three so they're constantly reminding us that there is like a pee jar at her place that they haven't like maybe moved so that's why i do i do think that has to come back you know because i just worry you might get the dexter thing where you know maybe there's some people like you that want that but i feel like when you leave some of these characters very open-ended it's kind of like what kirkland says i feel like you just set up for people being like oh well we need another season and look at where we are with dexter it took so long for you know to actually like win the fans back it's like okay well we'll do a season to fix it you know like even the producers are saying like yeah we're doing this because it wasn't a satisfying ending and i feel he has to get caught or killed or something i don't know if they do a time jump now and his son gets older but (laughs) it's literally just dexter it might be like dad (laughs) (laughs) um just on that note of there possibly being a time jump that might be an interesting like plot thing though how like joe's so scared that his son is going to be someone like him and then if it does go that route but again <laughs> i haven't seen the new dexter obviously because it's not out yet but maybe that'll be what what yeah. dexter is um yeah you mentioned the or shiny more light on the, on the piss jar if that is never touched upon i honestly think it brings down the entire show I like agree, quite yeah. a bit because they show it or like emphasis on it right like at the end of season one they were like packaging up things weren't mm-hmm. they like like the i think something like that yeah yeah so it, it's gotta happen and if it doesn't then on yeah it, it'll it'll suck because it'll bring down the show <laughs> and no matter how satisfying the ending is it'll still be like why the fuck did they show that? And why the hell did he do that? And they just like, it's just a missed opportunity. So. Well, and that's my worry of it going. Cause to me, it reminds me a lot of Dexter is like Dexter got so popular for Showtime. That's why like, supposedly it seems like they kept putting more seasons in the show. Cause it's like, well, people love this show. So let's start going. And if you look at Netflix too, they have this thing where after three seasons, actors contracts get more expensive. That's why if you look at a lot of Netflix shows, they end at like season three or before that. So the fact that even before season three dropped, this they announced it, that is my worry that it's like, okay. And I even sometimes feel like with stranger things where I look at that, I go, okay, is there much like gas left in the tank here? Is it yeah. just because it's stranger things? So I just don't want that with you. I don't want it to get so, cause like, okay, if he goes to this American, cause we know the Marion thing's not going to work out. Maybe, maybe Taylor's right, but I just don't think it will. Something will happen. And then what does next season end with? It's you again. I guess the only mileage you could get out of it to me is if you get this season and he were like arrested at the end of the season or something like that. And season five was literally maybe him actually like really on the run or it was his trial. I just feel like if they keep going with just, another you another you it will meet the point because like marion didn't reach the repetitiveness for me but it got to the point where it's like okay to me this is the last like you i kind of want because i think if i get one more it will reach that threshold of like okay i've seen enough and i think we've done everything you can unless they make it a dude and that would be like the only change up you know where it's like oh okay he's maybe that could be a thing like oh women aren't working for me you know but and like i think that's like the whole possible repetitiveness of like Marianne being the new obsession. I think that's honestly what made this season so special for me. And like at, at parts, I kind of forgot that it was already confirmed we were getting a new season. Mm-hmm. Cause as I was watching it, I'm like, 
I don't think anyone's safe in the show. And no. like, that's including Joe. Yeah. Honestly, there was, there was moments that I'm like, love is going to fucking chop his nuts off and kill him. Like, th- like this is going to happen. You could have easily done a season four of lo- like you with her as the lead. You easily could have done that. And you mentioned like, uh, when the torch was going to be passed and she was going to be narrating when that moment happened, I think it was like episode five and like, she's narrating it. I'm like, this is so great. Like I, I mm-hmm. love the transition period. It was like halfway through the season um you know like she's 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 love so she's kind of crazy but at the same time in the beginning she's just mostly focusing on her on her son and just trying to like settle things down but then once she starts just whacking people off and like getting good at it and like mm-hmm. having no remorse like it's not like she murders someone it's like oh my god oh my god what happened it's just like that happened oh, okay what are we having for dinner you know gotta focus on my business like she was so cold and then she started narrating Part of me was like, I think she's going to be the new protagonist after this. And mm. I don't know how that would do if they did a season like with her. Obviously, we're not getting that now. But especially going into that into the finale for this season, I'm like, I, I don't even know if Joe's going to make it out. And then I kind of got reminded. It's like, oh, yeah, season four is announced. <laughs> so uh, Joe probably will. <laughs> yeah, it would have been interesting. Like, I would have loved to see that experiment of him dying and her. Like, because I like... Th- I will be interested to see because if he doesn't get arrested or stuff like that, like for me, I got to see how the Marion season is because to me, there's a really good chance that the love season four would have been more interesting than what we could get with him and France and Marion. You know, I don't know that for a fact. I'll have to see how it plays out, but because he's an interesting character, but she's just as interesting, if not a little bit more in this season, particularly. And that's where, because he gets with Marion, it is good, but it's like he gets back. It's very similar to Beck. You know, he gets back in that she's just perfect, she's flawed, all this stuff. So with her, though it's just like she's a powder keg and you don't know what you she's so unpredictable you don't know what's gonna happen i think like all the like that would be amazing to see for sure i I still think it's tough to have her as a protagonist it's it's funny that we're just like hypothetically talking about these Mm -hmm. things even though she's already dead because like the whole idea of the show is you and like him being obsessed with you like i can't imagine (laughs) love finding an obsessed obsession with like someone like that and narrating to herself oh until i saw you and then just gets all upset like because yeah. i feel like that's the whole like that's a reoccurring theme of the show is when he has that inner dialogue like look at you you're perfect oh all these problems that i deal with with my wife and my son it's all because it's like it makes it so easy just to get to you mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, and we're gonna be getting more of that in, yeah in the next season. I, I think you could find a way because between james joe and theo you see how she latches on to people right and that's where maybe you could give the show some freshness but it is that thing of also i feel like you would feel a little cheated out of joe's journey because like i guess like you could have just had love kill him and that could have been that could been like the end of the show because it would have been like well it's not like he doesn't deserve it you know and stuff but i love the turn at the like i loved all the stuff at the end when they're like really just like outsmarting one another the dinner dynamic and everything like that where like oh well you're in love with her and then she he's like oh you cheated on me with theo and she didn't even know that he knew that and I love that it just progresses to like she knocks them out just to like save the marriage just so they could talk to like she's going to kill them. But they not redeem her, but they do such a good job. It was like her last line of the show is like, we're perfect for each other, but we're terrible for Henry. And that was to me a redeeming moment of her being like, no matter what happens, like he deserves better than us. You know, like whatever. He's a good kid. We brought him in this world. Like you can't be with him, you know? So, and I almost feel like near the end, she kind of felt that about herself too. Of like, I wonder what would happen if she would have won. But I feel like she had this moment of clarity of no matter, you know, how she feels about what happened, she knows that they aren't good parents in the way that this kid needs it. And I liked that because it gave her, like I said, not a redeeming 
moment, but it gave her, you know, a Darth Vader moment of like, oh, I want to see my son. So, you know, it was like so, it gave her a good moment for someone that maybe at one point was a good person, just had a fucked up childhood, you know? I, I still think that's like two comparisons that you can make with Joe and Love is they both like. <laughs> maybe didn't want to admit that they're in the wrong because like joe yeah. is just so like narcissistic it's just like oh i'm doing all this and it, it's just the way it is and it's all fine love i think that way when like she's literally just murdering people and like has no remorse um and like whenever joe kind of freaks out on her like she just deflects she's never like oh yeah maybe i did go, <laughs> go a little yeah. crazy and just axe natalie it's always just like well you fucked her this is the re like you killed her it's just like no he didn't like there's <laughs> yeah. like you can't make that argument in that instance and then near the end of the show like literally in the finale um you just you just gave that dialogue of her being like we're terrible for henry and i think they both knew that honestly mm -hmm. and it goes to show when uh joe gave away henry uh to two really loving parents so it, it's a happy ending maybe for henry if he never finds out about his dad and yeah. his mom <laughs> well no matter what he's gonna find out though because she left that note right so she's like a public figure as far as like sh it's on record of all her doing this crazy oh, that's right, shit right yeah. she joe it's a public case yeah, yeah right. joe left the note in like uh love's honor or whatever like whatever to set her yeah. up but i love that even in the note though like that's how joe's just such a fucking scumbag though of like oh when i made my husband go along with it all like he's like he's making himself dead he's putting his toes in a pie to say he's dead and he still can't even like admit to some of the stuff he's like yeah and like he was almost completely innocent i made him do everything it's like fuck off joe like all these things you've done but uh yeah, yeah. It, it it's it, it's pretty much what i said in season two where it's funny where he was in love with love, but then once he found out the way she was, he didn't love her anymore because she was like him, right? But really, again, if they were just to buckle down and figure the fuck out, they are perfect for one another in the sense of, like, they have the same problems, they have the same goals, but it's just they, you know, they just can't get on the same page. And she, when she says that line, like, we're perfect for each other, it is. If Joe would have just, fought, like, bought in in season two, like, this is the perfect woman for Joe, but because she's a monster and he doesn't want to be a monster, he can't do it. But even though he he is a monster, like, he just won't admit it. Like, if he could just admit he's yeah. similar to her, but... And they had those it's, moments with the therapy and whatnot, but eventually they still broke apart, and... Uh, it's probably tough for him to see someone that's, like, literally like him. So yes. it's like, oh, that person's fucked up. I know I'm not fucked up, so it's just weird to see that person. Because, <laughs> like, they emphasize that again, where when they... Um, uh, who is it that they kill? Uh, or no, they just, when they lock up the uh, Sherry Jill. and Terry, or what's his name? Oh. Sherry. Sherry and Carrie. Sherry and Carrie. When they lock them up, he's completely in love with Marianne. There's no signs of trouble there. But when they do that, they both like get it on very passionately, and they both of them, it was the best sex they ever had. So it's like, that didn't really fit <laughs> Joe. Like, it did fit Joe, but it didn't fit of like, He's in love, like he's said many times, he has like almost no feelings for love whatsoever, and he's completely all about Marion. But then they have this very passionate thing, so it's like, well, clearly there's still something there. And this is after, yeah. and he even says like, oh, like love doesn't bring us together, violence does. And it's like, so again, there's clearly that they are, they should have been together, but they're just, uh, it's just too much for both of them, I guess. You know, that's a good point. I, I, I felt like in my head, I had too much emphasis on like the marianne obsession because it's not even like he was just thinking about marianne in that in that moment it was just like that was fucking crazy let's yeah. just do this or maybe it was the whatever carrie gave him <laughs> you know it's like an 
<laughs> yeah. What did he even give him? Like adrenaline or something? I don't know. Something get, like get that. Yeah. yeah. And we saw both. Like, and like I said, I was surprised, but they did a good job of setting up love and the way she was with the guys and she needs someone to fix. But there's that great sex scene too when they're both having sex with each other and it's like great sex, but they're both thinking of different people. Yeah. Yeah, and it just shows good. like how far they are. But again, that's where I like that last scene because they weren't doing that. They weren't thinking about different people. They were thinking about each other. So it's like they probably just should have committed to both being killers and they probably could have been happier and maybe got away with more. But uh, they both yeah, were trying to be good people. If it like maybe accept each other for like kind of how fucked up they are. Yeah. And, like be in an open relationship. Like I, I felt like we were even like w- taking steps towards that with the uh, the swingers <laughs> episode, which was just golden. That was yeah. That was a golden episode. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah. Any, yeah, I, was gonna say, I got nothing. You guys covered it all. Shit. I got nothing <laughs> well, to add. Will you talk yeah. about, because uh, you said you just hate her. You talk about LA, or talk about the Suburban a little bit, but talk about uh, Carrie and Sherry and all the kind of side characters we meet this season. Well, again, I'm glad they got it. They got out. Like, I'm I'm really happy Yeah, they didn't that. deserve to die. Uh, did you, did you no. think they were going to die? I was like, how no, the fuck are they going to get no, out of this? I, I thought I he didn't... might. I thought he might, the husband. Especially when he's bleeding out there. Yeah, he yeah. was not looking good. <laughs> no, I, I didn't think they were, only because, like, the keys. I just felt like, okay, these are going to come into play. we got 10 mm-hmm. minutes left in this episode. We ha- They haven't come into play yet. It's going to be this factor. Yeah. A, a, big, a big thing, I think, that they emphasize on these two people, on, like, literally probably what saved them, was the fact that they had kids. I think that was a really good thing because um both of their supposedly killers whether it's joe or love like they also have a child so it's something to think about i don't know if joe thinks about that too much no, i think love i don't think definitely so <laughs> got caught up on on that fact um because she seemed torn like every time that she would go and talk to them <laughs> yeah sorry you sound like you're gonna say more <laughs> sorry no. um oh, i added a period oh, my bad <laughs> uh i mean yeah uh them getting out i think it was great <laughs> um their their dynamic and then just kind of like coming together closer when they were in that cell i think was it was really really good and that kind of made me really enjoy their characters a lot more because what i didn't like kind of in the previous episodes from them and was emanating <laughs> off of them it just was great to see it get violent and kind of form this reconciliation between the two of them and yeah. end with them just you know rekindling why they got together in the first place and i really liked how it came full circle for them and it made me like them as a lot more as characters that was that was a really good scene because yeah like you you introduce these characters you know they have kids but whatever like i just i really despise like i i love them on screen Mm -hmm. for what they were showing us Mm -hmm. but also they're just like fuck these people are annoying and like they gotta die at some point especially with how much like both love and joe just like hated them i feel like love kind of had a weird relationship with like sherry where like it was like her best friend but also she just hated everything that she stood for um but that moment when they're in the box and like they kind of talk about the relationship and they get really emotional it's like man like i'm really rooting for them now i hope they find a way to get out of this box because i i don't know it humanized them right it's not like they're just these plasticky influencer type people um and yeah that, w- that was an important moment i think mm-hmm. 
Well, no, I really like that because they, she even like Joe puts it in Love's letter, but still they're like, oh, and I locked these people in there to so they could see themselves for who they truly were. But like it kind of had a like the way Jigsaw and he puts people in traps and it's like if you survive, you're better for it. And that's what that vibe had because I just love that scene of the, at first it's deteriorating. They're hating each other. She accidentally shoots him. He accidentally shoots her ear off, like all the stuff like it is that kind of going down that road of like, oh, these people are just going to eat each other. But then when they just go back to like why? they fell in love with each other and that's all that mattered it made these characters mean something it gave them just like an attachment that you wouldn't have had at all and that's what they do such a good job of the show where at first like okay this is going to be just the gimmicky kind of fun character that's annoying for us to hate but at the end of the day they make them redeemable and they make them like humans again and you are rooting for them that's the best thing when they made these characters completely annoying and the show constantly does a good job like it's like a good mix of like gone girl and like desperate housewives where joe and love are the protagonists and they're the terrible they're the villains of the story but so many times you want them to kill people or you want them to get away with it because they're the characters we like and we're following them but then you're like no like sherry might be so annoying but it's like you can't like we can't kill her like she's still like a person and so i love those shows always making a good job of you feeling like you're with joe and love and you're going for them like even with joe and again like i said i really liked where they ended up and that they kind of got back to they didn't care about the the botox or the you know the the blogs or the sex you know swingers things the nda signings all the stuff it was just back to like why because oh you're smiling why because you were super smart like not smart as me and they're like joking while they're dying just really good stuff you know it was yeah the rest of the people in the neighborhood <laughs> didn't really have like they were just kind of caricatures like they had other friends but they weren't really that important but that was fine i yeah. didn't need more of them sherry and carrie were like the main side characters yeah. so they they were they were good um just people to interact with Joe and love in this season. And Hey, they even like were able to profit off their situation. Hey, eh? they sold yep. a book. They're doing Ted talk. So that oh, was, yeah. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Um, and, and, and just, Oh, go ahead. Where are you going to go? Oh, I was just going to shout the, uh, the Joe camping thing before. Cause I wasn't oh, yeah. sure if we were moving on from them, but just, I was going to emphasize just the whole character of Carrie. Yeah. He <laughs> was my favorite addition to the season. He was so funny to watch and like, like I mentioned in the spoiler-free section, I kind of forgot how comedic this like the show can mm. get. I feel like th- this season in particular, especially just with like the character of Carrie, like he was just so hilarious. Especially when they're camping, they're just, they got like no shirts on. Like first rule is like we we only eat what we what we kill. And then you'll you'll hear the rest of the rules at dusk. <laughs> he just like runs <laughs> off into the woods. Yeah. And I'm like, this is so great. Like just like throughout, it was like a comedy. Mm. And then you forget how like intense the show can be once he starts murdering people. And then his like near death experience, and he literally rises from the ashes like a phoenix. Holy shit! I can't die. I've been taking whatever that was for ten years. <laughs> it's just like a supplement. All of his lines were just so good, and I love the way that he interacted with Joe, Love, and even just the other dude bros that were like obsessed with him. Yeah. His so, uh, his good. goat calls or not goat calls, deer calls. That's what really <laughs> got me doing. And it's like his stance, and he's like, "Yeah, this doe came out of the woods and nuzzled my cock." I'm like, "What the <laughs> fuck is he talking about?" <laughs> oh, he's so good, and I'm glad that he didn't die because potentially yeah. we'll see more of him, right? I don't think we'll like to the full extent of what we got. In this season might just be a court thing and probably not too comedic but i want all, the was, trial episode great. though sharing carrie because you'll get some comedy in there man yeah it was uh <laughs> yeah it was good yeah. like on a rewatch i'll be excited to watch them again and they, they both did a really good job like actors wise because it's just it is sometimes still hard to pull off the being really super <laughs> annoying and they did such a good job throughout and- 
Yeah, so like you mentioned the camping episode and the swingers episode. Holy fuck, Carrie just stole the show again. Like when you just like strips ass naked, and he's just beaten <laughs> off in front of the mirror. Yeah. He's like, quit staring, Gra- grab that mirror. <laughs> Dude, I said no phones, and he like starts to chase him, and he's <laughs> and then but, like he goes to chase him, but he catches his reflection in the mirror, so he goes back to jerking like, no off. <laughs> Yeah, and just his like whole kit and everything. Yeah, it's a they they lots so of good. great comedy with them. Um, I guess we should probably talk about the two other live uh, interests. So let's talk about Marion, and then let's talk about Theo. Marion, I don't have yeah. much to say. I I liked. I think they did a good job. Of the actress was good, and I'd say charismatic. They had a good chemistry. They had a good job writing wise of setting up why Joe would like her. They even set up like Joe realizes he has a pattern, even though he falls for it again. So that's why I disagree with you, Taylor. That like. He's not changed that much. Like he's like, oh, this is a pattern. I can't go this right. Like I love that moment when he. But he stopped to... the box though. He didn't he do a box what? for her. He didn't do a box for her. Yeah, because it hasn't gone well, bad yet. He was knocked down on the ground yeah, when she was, that was leaving. The early stages when he's like <laughs> catching himself, and then he just full, fully, full, fully fledged jumped into the pool. Yeah, and I like that when he went to go steal her necklace, and he like let it go, and he's like, "What am I doing?" And yeah. stuff. But it's like, yeah, I feel like if he finds her in France, there's gonna be a fucking box, you know, of like baguettes and uh, whatever, <laughs> you know, uh, what, what do you eat? Croissants, Quas- Taylor, your croissants, cro- not croissants, croissants. 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 Qua- yeah, Marianne, make croissants. So and they had the kid aspect. So I liked all the library stuff. I just kind of knew right away. Like okay, like I said I appreciate. It. I thought Natalie was gonna be the you. So when they killed off first episode, I was like okay, good. They switched it up, and we didn't meet the new you till later on in the season. But I liked Dante. I liked everything about it. Like I'm not like oh, it's the best part of the show, but it it worked. It all worked for me. Yeah, I I really liked uh, Marion. I thought the actress was phenomenal as her. Uh, there were some emotional scenes where she was just killing, like all the acting in those moments. I've only ever seen her in Sabrina. She was really good in that oh, show. Okay. She was Prudence. Mm. Um, and yeah, that's the only thing I've seen her in. But I I I think she showed her chops in this show, and I'm ex- I'm hopeful to see more of her. And I guess we'll see her in the new season yep. if Joe finds her. <laughs> oh, he's going to find her. Whether I guarantee he's going to find her and she'll probably have a boyfriend too. And that's going to cause some issues. And yeah. Yeah. yeah and no, I don't even absolutely. know how do you lead, you know, like, cause he's going to say like, I had to fake my death to get out of there. Like it's going to be, it's going to be an interesting <laughs> conversation. And like, Again, I feel like she should know it's a red flag. She's just going to bump into him in France where she said she would go. It's like right away you'd be like, dude, like this is fucking crazy. Love even told her that he obsesses over people. So it's like if if she just finds him in France, Paris, and I'm assuming she saw the news article. You could spin that. The news article (laughs) paints Love as the villain and the the murder, right? supposed to be dead. He's yeah, but yeah, and but she lied like, to Marianne could, too. Uh, remember, he said they were separating, and she like he completely lied to her already. Yeah, so. but that just goes yeah. to show, like, okay, he wanted to separate, and she went crazy, killed him, explosion, everything. I feel like you could spin it like how many real life like murder victim survivors that are like portrayed as dead by the media act like probably wouldn't want to be publicized as like hey I survived but, unless they're like a Sherry and Carrie thing but like Kirkland said he also uh, faked his death so that's where it gets in, like why didn't you go to the police if you're so innocent you know that's where it gets a no, little no but that's strange. where that's where it could have been like oh you know like they found they found me and like they have resuscitated me and like I, I'm back I just pose and cloned me. yeah like yeah. The new there's a lot of people that could be survived <laughs> victims that they just the media doesn't address maybe I, that's something they didn't address I think the way that they would tackle it is if um marion goes like off the handle and like starts because she's already been shown to like have addiction issues like maybe if she's just going off the wagon and then 
she just really hates herself and then randomly like joe is because he's a like, yeah. manipulator he's able to play upon like that her could weakness work well yeah. and like make make His, her kind of like her genie out of a bottle yeah so i i feel like that would be a way and, and they just showed a lot of emphasis on her on her whole addiction stuff so mm. yeah and know what i would like if we do have to get a fifth season like i said my pitch is that it's the court trial i think Kurgan that's a great idea as far as he finds her when she's balling the barrel so that helps him like sneak his way in but i would love like when she gets clean and sober and kind of has like a come to jesus that she's the one that turns him in and like there's no like he kills Ooh, or nothing like that like that like it looks like he's gonna be happy and stuff like that and she like he comes home and there's fucking just police there waiting and he's like he's fucked like there's no way out of it like i would love i would absolutely love that <laughs> to give her to be the one like because i also think yeah. that would be fitting too like he shouldn't just get caught he should get caught by one of these people that he's fucking with you know and that'd be great if like yeah. he's manipulating her and she's just like you know what i like because right away eventually she even once she gets sober and be like yeah it is kind of fucked up that he faked his death like this is kind of weird <laughs> you know like <laughs> I could see, I could definitely see her turning him in if that's the the route they bring her into this next season. I don't see her going down the route of like relapsing. I, I feel like this season of her just getting her daughter and just coming out on top and really dominating her lad. I think that just changes. And for her daughter, I don't think she's going to go down that route. She doesn't have Ryan like glooming over her, right? So yeah. That's a big move. Yeah. Who knows what happens though? Next time we might meet her might be a year. Crazy stuff happens in France, right, Taylor? You never know. All could happen. Like <laughs> baguettes. Yeah. What if he bumps into her and she's like her kid has died? And that's why she's off like you, you don't know what this show could do. The show could do fucking anything, right? So that's it's just true. like and that could to me, if the kid was out of the picture, that would almost make it even more possible for Joe to like sneak in there. Cause he could also be like, Oh, and I lost Henry too. And we've I understand how it feels, even though it, he doesn't, because like I did like when he did leave Henry, he did look upset but i don't think it's almost upset like because he loved henry it's just more the idea of henry and he had it like i love that moment when everything's burning around him mm. and loves bodies but to go on fire and he's looking at their wedding photos and again like we talked about earlier he fucking had what he wanted he had the kid he had the lady but just because it wasn't exactly what he pictured it didn't work for him but he had everything he had that life so i feel like him when he left Henry was more just like sad of like oh I gotta start over again not so much like he did bond with eh. Henry for sure but like I, I like you said though Kirkland near the end lots of characters would be bringing up their son their daughter this that he bring up like everyone it's usually in a fight when he'd throw something in love's face about Henry you know but he did bond with Henry yeah. I will say that he yeah did, so. I I think he really grew to love Henry honestly and like um you can make the argument of he loved the idea of what Henry was, always wanted a daughter, but I think they showed enough moments of like the two of them kind of bonding that he like, because in the beginning of the episode, he like despised Henry. Oh, yeah. And he's like, why do you fucking hate me? Like, he just knows that I'm a creep or something like that. <laughs> he just, he just absolutely despised him. And probably the main reason was because he, he could see like potentially him growing up to be like himself. Yeah. Um, so. But I don't know. I, I I think the emotional like you like Joe's in tears. He even did that like look back. Yeah. <laughs> like the 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 movie cliche thing. Look look back one one more time. But I don't know. I think I bought the love for his child um, at least by the end of the show. In the beginning, he he could have just tossed him over a fence maybe and went on with his day. But <laughs> yeah. And the other point too, just like when he looks at those wedding photos, anything of everything that's gone down, she's like, man. It's such a fucking tragic story. Like when you really look at everything that happened, it's it's just like sad. And but you know that's what happens when these kind of monsters get together. Uh, let's take what probably might be our last ad break. We'll talk about Theo, like we said, and then we'll shout some last things, and you'll get a rating from us. So we'll be right back. 
And we're back. So Taylor Field, how did you feel about uh, Theo? Obviously, we met Natalie a little bit. We could kind of talk about that whole family there. The dad. Oh, what was his name? Was it Martin or Matthew? Matthew. Thank you. So we got the dad. You got Natalie, who <laughs> one episode one and done. R.I.P. And then you got Theo, who was obsessed with love. Who I will say before you go, it very much bugged me that they were portraying her as the older woman because Victoria. She's a bombshell. She fucking still looks like she just like she just graduated or something like that. Like she does not look old. So they're trying to like spruce her up with like her hair and makeup and stuff like that to make her seem older. I was like, this isn't really working. And the funny thing is, this actor that plays Theo is one year older than her. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, he's twenty seven. <laughs> she's twenty six. So it's just like. I think it's tough because obviously they're trying to portray him as like in college. So I get what they're going for. You don't want to get an actual underage actor to play him. But I think that like I, the good thing is that actor looks young. I guess she just didn't look old enough to me to like she's 26 and they're trying to betray her like she's the cougar. Well, it's like, no, she's a young late. Like she's <laughs> she's our age, you know, or like she's your guys' age, you know. And so that that's the only thing about it I didn't buy. Other than that, I liked all their chemistry and stuff, but. I think I bought her enough because Le- uh, Leo, Theo just had that like young guy look to him. Yeah, he, he, does. he looked younger. And like, I'm not thinking that love is old. I'm, I'm just thinking that she's a mom and married. And But she many I, times is like, find someone your own age. And it's like, well, you are well, his own age. Point. I forgot about that line. <laughs> I'm older than you. Yeah, well, you're bringing talking... reality into it, though. No, I know. I know. But that's what I mean. For me, it's reality. But when you see her, she doesn't like whatever they're trying. To, how, how do you think they're trying to portray how old she is? Tay? Like in your mind, what do you think love's supposed to be? I took her probably like 28. Okay, so she's two years younger than that. So they're trying to portray this guy as, like, if he's in college, what, like, 22, 21 or something like that? Oh, he'd probably be, like, a freshman, so probably, like, 21. Yeah, so, like, okay, it's, like, five, six years, but it's, like, that's not, like, a huge jump. And even then, like, because they, I I guess it's just because they talk about the age a lot when he's, like, he made some joke about the 80s, and she's, like, I'm not that old. Yeah, she calls him out. Yeah, but then, uh, yeah, I, I think for me that was, I get what they're going for, but I just, uh, I think she just didn't look old enough for me. But did you, did she, you like feeling well, the family? She, I, I did. On that note, though, about her age, like she even made a point of saying, like, I had a kid, like, too young, even, and like married young. Like, she's, she made a point of saying yeah. that in one of the earlier episodes. So, but I mean, I never kind of went over my head. I just saw her, like you said, Kirk, like a mom, wife, and just kind of she fit that narrative. And, <laughs> uh, as far as Theo goes, I really, really liked him in this show. I don't, I don't know what it was. I just think he did a great job. Just kind of. You mentioned he's in Halloween, right? Yeah. Yes. Isn't he also in Eternals? No. Oh, okay. I saw a poster, and I swear, I, I swear. Never mind. Ignore me. Sorry, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> Might Big have to sneak him for though. Dylan here. Yeah. Sneak him on the superhero draft. Uh, but uh, yeah, exactly. I, 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 I do. I do. I do think he just he delivered a fantastic. Uh, he executed that role very, very well. Um, him just kind of obsessing over her. And I really thought where they were going to go with it was that she was going to kind of use him further as kind of like her henchman, kind of like not just to get more information, but just kind of use him just to kind of like put the blame on him or something. But no, when he, you know, the fire extinguisher to the face is like <laughs> what a turn of events. But uh, <laughs> I, I quite enjoy that dynamic. I, I, I felt really sorry for him because he was emotionally compromised because of his stepmom and he was 
I don't even know if that would qualify as a stepmom. Like if your stepdad's yeah, partner would be a stepmom, is that how that would work? Well, because wouldn't your stepdad so. wouldn't your stepmom be your biological dad's wife? You can have two stepmoms and say we have two grandmas. Different sides, right? I guess, but that's still blood related. Anyways, weird dynamic. I think he just calls her Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, but again, I, I like how he was compromised from that and she just took total advantage of it. And, uh, she did yeah. take advantage of it. All right. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. There is there. I would say from all, there's always sex in these seasons, but this season had the most amount of sex. There's just random stuff of like, all of a sudden Theo's getting a blow job on the pool patty <laughs> and stuff like, like there, it was very basic instigate. There was sex like every episode and lots of it. So bravo mm-hmm. team. That, that poolside, <laughs> uh, poolside, uh fiasco now that's like a, a jealousy play is 100 yeah, yeah okay yeah. okay i gotcha yeah. i gotcha no he was just happened to be there no because the next day he's like why won't you talk to me why won't you talk to me you're not returning my texts and stuff like that you know so uh any thoughts on the family there kirkland theo dad natalie um yeah i'm not not to be too negative here i don't know who the actor is that played matthew but i really didn't like his performance scott speedman yeah, no, I I don't know. I just thought the moments that he, like, to be fair, he was very like like just scatterbrained because he's got a lot going on. He's trying to find his girlfriend, wife, whatever the relationship. I think it was wife, right, Natalie? Yeah, they're married. Yeah, so like, what what's this? Oh, nothing. I just know Taylor. Taylor recommends he. You recognize Scott Speedman from something, don't you? Oh, I do. I'm trying yeah. to remember what though. It, he's in one of your this. big favorite franchises. Don't tell Kirkland. Don't tell Kirkland yet. <gasps> no. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I don't know. I just I didn't really like his performance and like when he's just going off the handle and like comes up to Joe a couple times and just trying to be intimidated. I don't know. I I just didn't really like his performance of the character. Mm-hmm. Um, but Theo, I thought for one, his acting was great. He, I was like really just hating on the character because he was doing well as, as the role, so mm-hmm. that was good. Um, and again, like I just felt bad for him. Like he's just his obviously his biological mother is just like terrible. Um, his stepdad is going through shit. Natalie's gone, um, and he's just trying to find love. And like just literally became obsessed with love near the end, and she just completely betrayed him. So it's just like such a sad time for that guy. But it- <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> That was scary. Oh, I don't right. like uh, that photo on the right. Is fucking creepy. Like I don't like Dude, that yeah. he's a hybrid. He's like a hybrid. Yeah, oh, that's so funny. Mm-hmm. I I found him very bland in that show too. So there you go. <laughs> he is. He's a very like white vanilla guy. Like he's the guy they would have cast for Captain America in like the nineties movie. You know, like <laughs> yeah. So um, but yeah. No, sorry. Just getting back to Theo. I'm really glad that that he lived because it's it's like at least some like saving grace yeah. with uh, and like even was it Joe that when he was nearing there near the end it's like once my family left then madre libra whatever the town was called like started getting like started healing again or like getting back to normal whatever normal is <laughs> well, yeah because they're fucking time. cancer you know like yeah so i, I i'm really glad that he lived because i thought he was just gone when yeah. when love marked him and for a lot of the show i'm like 
okay both love and joe literally have like insta kill like they are just every time oh, yeah. they touch someone they just mark them and like they're Not love. dead dead like who and, was the guy with the unvaccinated well, kids she just took that guy out right away with gil the, mm-hmm. yeah gil he just and that was yeah. quite the uh box there like i i did actually like the little <laughs> twist that he ended up killing himself it was like so i was not expecting that and then when they just see it on the yeah. monitor and they freak i'm like what's going on it's like Oh well, man, he's just dead. Shit. At the start of the episode, I had the disclaimer of like yes. suicide something. So, and when it happened, I think I kind of forgot about the disclaimer. So yeah, oh, it, yeah. it did catch me off by surprise. I forgot because that's the night my internet went out. So I went out right in the middle of episode <laughs> four. So by the time I actually saw Gil take his own life, I was like, oh right, that was this thing. I didn't even think about that. But yeah, that was clever. But again, that's the same thing with the box. It's like. Now we've seen people locked in there to get the key. We've seen someone kill himself. Same thing. It's like that's going to start running out of ideas, I feel like, too, right? It's just like eventually all these stuff that you use in the show, you, you've you reached the point where everything interesting can happen with it. So we'll see the same thing. I guess in France, he'll have a box, but I don't know how that's going to happen. Like in this one, he took the box from his crate in season two to here. So it's like in, I guess in France, he's going to have a apartment. Like he, I don't think he's that liquid right now. So I don't know what money he would have to have a house or anything. Selling books. <laughs> yeah. Still in selling <laughs> books as always. But uh, yeah. And you know, I'm, I'm happy he, that's not that's him. who I thought. That's that's there he is confirmed. <laughs> he kind of looks like he's got the same eyes. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, and, you know, I'm glad the dad survived too. Cause it was a nice father son moment near the end and everything like See, that. So, and like, when he survived it's just like oh we're good again and like i don't know i didn't buy the whole because i felt like he was just going full wacko and then all of a sudden he's just okay i'm good now because well, he got and his answers he was he didn't know what happened to his wife he got the answers to what happened to his wife fair enough These fucking crazy ass neighbors because the second he saw joe he was like you fucking got her killed didn't you and joe's yeah just, and he's, he's like, like i should kill you right now yeah. i'm gonna kill you but then oh, he was gonna kill you. He, he was gonna be right when he's like, whatever love's gonna do to you will be worse. And obviously, I'm, love didn't get to do it. But I'm still surprised that he got like super aggressive on Joe because seeing him in that, I would have feel like his his thought would have been like, oh my god, like you've been like a like a hostage this whole time. Like love has been threatening to kill you or do something to your kid, like against your will if you don't keep your mouth shut. I but think he that's did why see he threw it. Yeah, I think that's why he didn't kill him though, because he wasn't a hundred percent sure. Because I think mm-hmm. he could have, and then he dropped that line you think about he's capable love? of murder. Uh, maybe at that not, point but this... he was. He was completely <laughs> off his rails. But at the that's same why time, I don't we like had the character. It's just like he—he's supposed to be like this guy that's just a victim, and then he just goes full psycho to the point that he's basically gonna murder someone. And then like the next scene, he's just like a hundred percent healthy and like fine and like. Theo, let's just be father and son, and let's just go live in the They're woods. Happy. Or you thought his son was dead, and he's alive now. You know, yeah. the, the, a lot happens. He's lost his wife. He's just happy. Anything's there. You know, love's dead. Fair enough. You know. Yeah. Tell me I'm what happens when you go through that experience. It. You know. Tell me. <laughs> God, I hope not. <laughs> I hope I don't ever have to do that. Uh, um, I, oh, go ahead. Um, no, I completely forgot what I was going to say. The Sorry only thing that. I was going to show that. I, I think it worked. I don't know if we necessarily needed it, but I get why they did it because they really paired her with Mary and the full thing like, oh, if you don't do something, someone might get hurt. They did this last season with Joe and flashbacks with his mom. They did this now with like a school nurse. And that was like liking like young Joe and stuff. I think it worked enough. I don't think it gave us anything too much more new that we didn't already know about Joe. So it reminded me a lot of, again, just like Dexter eventually they like got rid of the Harry flashbacks because it was like, uh, eh, we've done everything with Harry. Let's make him a ghost now, you know? And other than, which I wonder if it will come back, they showed that Joe does have a brother out there. And I do think that that could also play. Like, I'm not saying he has to get nice crazy. Truck killers coming. 
Well, they like they specifically put that there, but I do think there will be a moment where he will at least meet his mother again. I think that's when he's in the court of law being uh, yeah. <laughs> for I'm, all these murders. I'm really but... liking this theory of yours, especially all these characters that I know are still out there. Like yeah. That's obviously where we get Matthew and Theo and all those guys because, yeah. He is a he is a trail. He's left a trail of people yeah. that would point and say, piss. No. "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." And piss. piss will take his brother stand. finds it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look at this chart. Brother finds. Uh, do you guys got anything to add on those flashbacks? Um, I was expecting more to come from them. I was mm-hmm. expecting some big thing to happen with the nurse, and it's just like, okay, she's abused and just kind of I don't know made Joe feel like even more isolated because he had some some kinship or friendship with her and then yeah so Th- that was the know. most was, predictable part of more. the show that was the show that felt oh, like yeah. <laughs> everything that you thought would happen did happen you're like okay this this seems like what I, I thought would go down I so yeah I I like the guy that plays little Joe <laughs> he's pretty good at the role but mm-hmm. whoever Joe's like buddy was. He was such a fucking dick Asshole, to him, like yeah. like terrible friend. <laughs> I hope he finds him and kills him in France. <laughs> yeah. That's why he's in Paris. Marianne's <laughs> yeah. not there. He's looking for this kid, this fucker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Taylor, anything on the flashbacks? Did you have a nurse like um, that? Did I have a nurse yeah. like that? A nurse you fancied? Did anyone have a nurse in their schools? Because no. I always thought that was the biggest like lie that we've seen in like shows. Maybe it's like an American. Thing. Yeah, well, that wasn't even a school he was in, right? He was in like a, a youth. Uh, Still, you yeah, know, when you youth. watch any show, like Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide, they probably got a, a school nurse or something. Americans, States, let us know. Yeah, Americans, <laughs> I think they have that, but not here. No, not definitely not here. Well, actually, I do pussies. remember having can't, a nurse at one point. Can't handle scraped knee over there in America. Come on. <laughs> it's probably like, hey, the nurse will take care of you, so your parents don't have to take you to the hospital. And yeah, because you're charge an arm and a leg. <laughs> yeah, um, that's true. Yeah, I do find the scenes uh, to be a little bit lackluster, but at the same time, I do like how it kind of paralleled with Joe's kind of development and his story. Like when something would happen yeah. in the present day, it'd be like, okay, it has this call back to it being the same scenario when he was young. So it kind of gives us a little bit of insight to like, hey, yeah. this happened. That's why he's evolving and he's a bit traumatized in this current scenario. Because even a moment like when he had a fit of rage with love, it flashes back to him in a moment when he was younger. And I think, okay, this is why he's getting angry. And like love doesn't see that and can't understand that. But it makes sense for us watching why he like slams the wall and gets super pissed, right? The old so thought I do he had like him in that moments. moment. Yeah. Like, oh, I got that fucker, that abusive um, guy. It's like, oh, if you only know, man. <laughs> um but as far as those scenes go i do think it was just concluding just as that that setup for you know that other kid (laughs) i think that'll be really interesting when that comes full circle in the fourth season i like the point that you made on like uh the flashbacks tying into kind of what was going on in the moment because i I thought that like the placement of them was was really good for Mm -hmm. the most part um at least the ones that was like relevant to whether it's his behavior or a thought process that he had it, and then it would tie back to a tragic childhood memory so yeah anything else Period. you guys want to shout out? <laughs> yeah anything you guys want to shout out now for you season three before we give a raid and get out of here i think i've said pretty much everything i know when i rewatch it, i'll have like different things to shout out but yeah i don't i i don't know if we really talked about like the therapy stuff i thought that was fun especially yeah. when it mm-hmm. was like um 
like when moments when Joe would be like in her dialoguing, like, oh, okay, she's gonna be just taking her aside and all these things. And then when like the the it, it totally flipped and she was like kind of calling out love and he's like, Oh, this isn't how I oh I love her. She's the best. Yeah. yeah. And then when she goes back to the love side, he's like, This bitch. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And I, I liked when uh she's like, Oh, we got into a fight and it's like literally they killed Nat- or she killed Natalie. It's like, How did you guys handle it? And then it would go to like them actually dealing with the situation. Yeah, and that was like good obviously they would filter. So like that was a fun uh thing with the therapy i kind of was hoping that it would last longer great title that episode was so i married an axe murderer which is a nice shout out to the michael myers movie or mike myers movie (laughs) taylor you haven't seen that movie have you which movie so i married an axe murderer no i haven't you'd love it it's up your alley it's It's, mike myers yeah he marries like a serial killer and it's uh retro retro maybe one day he plays more than one role just like austin powers (laughs) yeah it was like the beginning stages of that but uh yeah yeah if you look at the titles on netflix they're always very very clever i was gonna say the um the swingers one was a swing and a miss that was a great uh again just great title on that episode too I really liked when they had that like argument downstairs and like love just blurts all that information out. And I was like, Oh, and they go upstairs. Yeah. Like that moment when like Joe was trying to read them and he's talking to said like, I can't tell. Like, and then they just, it happens so (laughs) fast. And like, I just, the whole bow thing. I can't remember. He brought me these, his and her with with Carrie. Yeah. Like with Carrie, like he's just (laughs) running around in the backyard. Like, and the bow stuff was just hilarious. I don't know why that was funny. Yeah, hey, Carrie yeah. took a lot of shots, and then even she went down. But I, he was I, gonna say, I feel like Carrie would have just crushed Joe. Like, come on, he's like double the size. Yeah, well, he was scared. He didn't know Joe, but That's like, fair. I did. I don't. Muscles. I right? also thought <laughs> Joe killed him at first when he hit him with that rock. Yeah. I didn't think he was alive because Joe just took so long to think about. Him. Like, oh, is he committing murder here? And obviously again that's when they get it on but yeah that that was a good episode her like scratching her belly and that that whole ordeal like we talked about that episode was a it was a, a big highlight there akuna matata <laughs> Someone, disney should sue these fuckers nobody yeah, yeah, he did. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well ladies and gentlemen we've reached that point um taylorfield what would you rate this season out of 10 honestly i'd probably go a 10 out of 10 like oh i i thoroughly enjoyed every episode start to finish i got like addicted to it and it was just it was such a good no wonder why he responds to joe yeah he's (laughs) looking at all his relatable yeah yeah yeah. he's looking at all his shows but then he sees the you show he's like oh look at this like yeah i get obsessed Uh, no, it's just it's just a great a great season. It picked up, had so much character development, had so many new fresh things in there. Again, with love being in that in this show as a dynamic, like you guys touched upon it, like the narrations that she's diving into now of her character and her trajectory as a character. I just I love that. It was just so cool to see two sides of this coin with the kid dynamic. Uh, we didn't really talk about Dottie, but I mean that was a, a whole interesting <laughs> scenario. Like how, how would you feel Travis about the whole vineyard thing? If you lose your kid, like that was awful. He, they were, they made the, and that's why I did like love that. She had like all those paperwork drawn that she couldn't have the kid or anything. Like she was actually serious and she stuck by her ground. So again, like these characters constantly like evolve and regress, evolve and regress. But that was the final moment again, where it shows like we talk about Joe having some moments with Henry. That was a moment where she's like, Hey, I've had enough. You can no longer be around this kid. And even if me and Joe, die you cannot have custody of this uh-huh. kid so when dante got the kid they're like no the court of law said no like that was their parents last wish so it didn't happen even though i feel like the court might question 
loves last wishes as she was a fucking murderer. Like, I don't know if they would like, I don't know how legally binding that is because yeah. the dad's not a murderer though. I mean, so yeah, that's true. Still well, he went along with it, but no, but that's, uh, yeah, that was uh, the whole, like Kirkland mentioned that the whole like Henry and 40 thing and stuff. So she, that actress is really good as far as like, cause sometimes you like the mom. Well, and she, like, is she in, she was so familiar and I couldn't, Eternals. I don't know. I like it because okay. sometimes same like Joe and Love, where it's like you're rooting for like, oh yeah, she's one of the good guys. She's trying to help our characters out, and then other times you're like, oh, you're just selfish and you're just a child. But yeah, the whole episode where she just had a meltdown that was uh not good, and she just goes to, like uh, some fast food place and it's like 40s like in the front seat and she's like ordering all this food and stuff. She had a complete meltdown, but you can see where Love gets it from, you know. Yeah, and I, I liked the similarities that she was uh, like telling you or telling you, <laughs> telling love on how um, just like similar that she was at that age. Yeah. And it's just like, you're just me at that age. Like, I know you. I know this is the things you do. And there was a really good moment where Dodie, 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 Dodie actually like I, I like this moment that she had because she like just dropped a serious truth bomb on love when love comes back from like bone and Theo and Dottie's just like, like everything she said, I'm like, wow, like that was an important thing that she said. And it was just like straight to the point. And I'm like, damn, Dottie's like, she's got her wits about her. And then in the previous or the following episodes, she's just like being a bitch and terrible and (laughs) like literally almost murders their child. Um, and yeah, but like that one moment when she just totally made love feel like shit when she should. Like she literally is just fucking around instead of coming and like taking care of her, her baby. Mm-hmm. And I, I I love that dialogue that, that she had. She missed Henry's first steps because she was getting some Theod. <laughs> getting some Theod. So Kirkland, she's in the bank job and Troy. Troy. There you go. That would be the the main one. She was uh um Jesus Christ. She plays Andrel Mac. Andrew, oh, that's totally Andrew what I'm <laughs> Not okay. not on the world. Kirkland Patzer, what would you rate this season? <sighs> yeah, this one, this one is kind of tough. I think I'm gonna have to give it a nine out of ten, Ooh. not a ten out of ten, because just it. certain things with Matthew really didn't like yeah. that, and it's kind of like a dynamic score because I feel like once the show's all said and done, which I don't know if I even said, I, I am hoping that it goes like five episodes, five seasons, uh, five episodes into <laughs> the next five season. Episodes it gets canceled. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Netflix no, is I, like, this is shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I hope it goes maybe one or two more seasons. Um, I pretty well, much definitely just going like, one. yeah, I, <laughs> I, I liked what Travis pitched with the whole court thing. Um, it would just be a really like intense conclusion to Joe's story. And he's a bad guy. I don't really want to see him drive off in the sunset. But so, yeah. So once the show is all said and done, if it if it get, gets to the point where like they never touch upon the piss, <laughs> all of these characters that they left like un, un, undead, <laughs> not dead is what I'm trying Alive. to say. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> all these people that they left alive if they just don't ever touch upon them it'll probably bring down some scoring um Mm -hmm. like for the show in general but if they bring stuff back whether it's like matthew comes back with a vengeance and like really just like i don't know puts the nail in the coffin for joe whether it's the piss whether there's some good carry stuff like i could see this being like a 10 out of 10 because i think what i was shown with matthew i just (laughs) really didn't like his just like he was going insane honestly he he was going full crazy 
Oh yeah. And and this whole like Skynet surveillance of the entire town, like nothing came of that really. Like no, uh, yeah, not really. The the town people didn't trust them as much because remember they leaked that, so they were pissed okay, off. Okay, but that's at like them, but that's no, like off screen stuff. It's minor like, stuff. Like me, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I guess Theo got like the footage on the memory stick, which I don't know that's how true. the fuck he fit all of that data on that memory stick. That must be like a one terabyte stick. Nonetheless, stick. he he uses it to figure out that it was Joe that was doing some tomfoolery in uh, in Natalie's clothes. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Uh yeah, I will follow suit of Taylor's because yeah, I'm a ten out of ten Ooh. as well. I think maybe I don't actually know if I think last season might have been at a ten out of ten because those twists and love was so good. And again, I know I just sound more negative for a ten out of ten review. It's just cause I've been down this road before with Dexter and I I just worry and I'm happy. I'm gonna enjoy it, but I just worry this is the peak. And I worry we'll be here in a year talking about you season four. And we're gonna be like, uh eh. and I do think that is a tribute to how great the writing and the acting was of the love character because I think Joe in season one and season two was great, but the love character just entered a dynamic of even when you're rooting against her, just something, whether it's like another side, like main character, whether it's the episode where she's the main character it just added something unpredictable especially that's good because joe after two and a half seasons like we know pretty much joe he's evolving but we know how he works with love was so great so and i also think they made the right call because i don't think as i said before love had to die i don't think you could have got another season with those two because that would have been repetitive or it just would have been it would have felt like dexter where it's like we get unbelievable where they do all these things and still get away with it i get that she had to die but i just worry it as like a trinity thing and my worry is just because this season was so good. It's one of these how they top it. Now my hope is we get to season four and we're talking about man, they really knocked to the park. They found a way. So I'm gonna give them all the benefit of the doubt because they've given me nothing but good to great seasons. But uh, yeah, this was one for the books, and uh, even if it doesn't reach the heights again, that's fine. But this, it was all worth it for a season like this. It was a fantastic season. It felt like that big main event season. And even if these are the great seasons. I'm perfectly fine at that. So a uh, 10 out of 10 for me. Loved pretty much every minute. And I have minor complaints, but nothing too huge. So, yeah, that's that's where I am on you, Season 3. So we did it. We're not sure if it's going to be next year, but they are making a Season 4. So we'll be back and see what Nick is doing in France and uh, with Marion. And maybe he meets another you or something like that. I'm still saying the only other you that I will accept is if they get the girl that played Beck but they dye her hair and they change her appearance a little bit. And that's why he kind of falls for her. And he doesn't knowingly, they used to do this all the time in like the early eighties of like actresses playing double roles. And I would love that if he would like fall in love with like a kind of like you guys remember bedazzled well, how like Brendan Fraser's in love with the blonde one. And then he finds like the brunette version. Like I would love something like that. And then that's, you know, I still want him to get fucking caught. I'm not like Taylor. I don't want him to be fucking <laughs> lumberjack or happy ending with all these kids. No, he needs to be caught and put to jail. Cause he's a fucking tampon creeper guy so that i'm would not be... saying a happy ending i just want i want it to be left on a cliffhanger that would be cliffhanger it'd be like how fast does he die from this needle my mind would blow if they brought back the character of beck especially like what was the last thing he said in this season it was beck wasn't it well he did he said that love became a bigger like legend even bigger than and beck, even beck. You know? and dun, he, dun, he's dun. still bitter because at one point he called beck a child this season but it's like yeah but you still were like that really started like Candace really, I guess, did start, but this started the real big chain of wax or ball of wax for him. So, you know, Beck's yeah. still pretty important. It's, you never forget your yeah. first, you know. So, 
Well, we did it, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for tuning in. When you hear from us next, I promise you, it'll not be boring. Bye-bye. Good Matata. <coughs> Kurglin, I think I'm ready. It says coffee. <laughs> it just says coffee, but you don't drink coffee. That's nope. advertisement. Uh, I don't have a mug on me, but I got some nice uh, Dave's and Orchard's uh, apple oh, juice rocker. Oh. Now. Their spiced yep. apple cider is so good as well. Oh, yeah. I got yeah. one of those when we were there. So good. Yeah. I haven't had cider in so long, too. So it was a nice little little refresher of what it tasted like. <laughs> I bought nine cases. I bought the nine case thing. Froze a bunch, kept it. It's good. Going through it fast already. But oh. we, we didn't. The apple juice? Yeah. Oh, okay. I just got a three packer, but we only have one left. Last year, we bought a three pack. We used one. We put the other two in our closet. And when we opened them up a month later, the juice was all gone. Like it, it disappeared. You're still supposed to refrigerate it. What the fuck's well, wrong? Well, we, we read we read the instructions <laughs> afterwards, and we realized we're supposed to, but we don't know where the juice no went. Preservative. The juice Please was refrigerate gone. or freeze. <laughs> the juice was just gone. It was the person that lives in your in your closet. Yeah, or Madison fucking lying to you the whole time. I don't know where that juice could win. She's just, just gaslighting just, him. Yeah, just guzzling <laughs> it every time he's asleep. To, and then like, oh, what's that? And Taylor thinks she's cheating, but it's just on the juice. Like it's just like. 